And it's a, a new episode has dawned. It's a new episode of Junior Funners today. Aren't we all lucky? Um, yeah, welcome to Junior Funners. It's me. It's uh, it's Ollie from Junior Funners. And it's Lawrence, also from Junior Funners. Howdy doody, Ollie. Howdy doody, listeners. <laughs> Howdy doody, everyone. Um, to quote. That's the new um, thing I'm going to be saying this week. Uh, to, yeah, howdy doody, everyone. To quote uh, William Shakespeare uh, from from Scrooge. Um, yeah, so it's a, a new episode of Junior Funners. Um, quite proud that we managed to get the gap between episodes down to a, a mere week. Um, well, I say that a week between recording. Um, you know, there could be some catastrophic technical difficulties, which mean it comes out a lot later. We have been dealing with some um, technical buggery already this evening um so that's uh yeah but hopefully that yeah we'll, we'll get this out on time and i mean you know again the the gap to beat between episodes for us is about four months isn't it so as long as we're uh, keeping it slightly more regular than as, if we can put it like you know put out episodes on a, at least a quarterly basis um then i think we're, we're doing okay um yeah so yeah this is this is junior funners it is yeah sorry i didn't I mean to trample you there I mean, if it doesn't come out, if it comes out, uh, lo- yeah, I think listeners just have to put up with it as far as I'm concerned. I mean, we stri- we make the effort to do this podcast for them. The least they can do is uh, accept it. Sometimes, I don't know where I'm yeah. going with this, but yeah. Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, we go to the effort of uh, making it. The least they can do is uh, not, not, uh, not bitch and moan. Not talk to us. Yeah. Don't yeah. Not talk to us about anything ever. Yeah. Um, just leave us alone. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's a good way. That's a good good uh, good way to start off the podcast. I think. Um, so yeah, we're talking we're talking about Arsenal again. Um, surprise, surprise. Uh, and we got some uh, some good news in the uh, in our first segment. Arsenal news. And uh, there it is. That's the Arsenal news jingle. And um, yeah, when we we la- I realized after we recorded uh, last time, we didn't usually. If there's a match coming up, we we make a prediction on the score, yeah. uh, which we forgot to do for the uh, the Norwich match. Um, I predicted four nil. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll go back and just drop that in uh, George Lucas style. You know, we'll just, yeah. we'll just edit it in flawless. Um, but yeah, four nil. Um, I mean, you know, difficult to read too much into that because it is against Norwich and they are They're struggling. Going down, um, probably. Yeah, I think it's all but you know, it, it, mathematically, it's not been confirmed yet. But I mean, come on, hmm. they're out, they're out of here. Um, but uh, I mean, you know, it, it, compared to earlier in the season when we could only draw two all against them, um, closing them out. Uh, yeah, four nil is uh, is pretty damn good, and uh, of course Pierre Emerick Aubameyang got his uh, his fiftieth fiftieth goal, uh, which was like a big uh, that seemed to be like a big milestone that he was working towards for a while. There was like you know a few games where it wasn't happening, and everyone was like, oh, he's in a goal drought or whatever. But uh, nah, he uh, he pulled it off. 
And we got uh, in that match, I think it was the, the first goal, wasn't it? It was uh, very similar to the um, the first goal we had against Southampton, wherein the keeper made an absolute uh, pig's dick of uh, clearing the ball. Yeah, it was, uh, it was very uh, very nice of him to provide the assist for Aubameyang, I think. Um, I think he was just, you know, I think Norwich realised we're going down. What's the point? So uh, just make it yeah. just make it look like you're playing, but you know, give us the ball. Uh, let's get because we need mm. we need the points here. Come on, who are you who are you kidding? See, I thought it was very yeah. Good. I mean, what, really, what are you going to do with them, yeah. Norwich? Come on. And uh, I thought it was very very good, uh, very good uh, assist from Tim Krul to uh, to Aubameyang. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it's especially kind of. Uh, Especially kind of sweet, given their their previous um, their previous history yeah. in the the last match. I mean, the, famously the, uh, the the penalty that Aubameyang had to be retaken because of encroachment. But Tim Krul was doing all of the, um, the uh, all of the kind of classic psych out yeah. nonsense. Yeah, some some basketball style psych outs. Um, he didn't quite go as far as those guys did. Like he didn't pretend to cut his finger off or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, he was like you know. Shaking his ass on the the goal line and jumping around and shouting, doing a little dance, um, shouting, stuff. yeah, making a little love, getting down tonight, you know, yeah. But but yeah, that was so that was that was pretty funny to watch him fuck up really badly, um, and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, let a, a goal in against uh, against Aubameyang, and um, but- yeah, he also, I mean, he scored two goals of his own, set up um, Granite Xhaka's goal, who he took it very well. I thought that was a very Sort of a what you'd call a vintage Arsenal move, wasn't it, Lawrence? Yeah, it was very good. And uh, dare I say, do we have to give credit to David Luiz for the initial mm. long pass out to uh, Kieran Tierney? And uh, yeah, yeah, which created he's uh, going through one of his uh, one of his mythical good spells. Yeah, um, but so um, that's. Uh, if he's playing tonight, we'll, we'll, our, our mood will probably change on him. But uh... well, that's yeah, that's that's the other thing we got to sort of uh, clue the listeners in on is that um, we are recording. I believe we we started recording more or less exactly at the kickoff of the Arsenal Leicester match. Um, so that so we'll sort of be reacting to that as it happens. Um, but yeah, it looks as though that back three again is. Um, Remains unchanged. It's, it's David Luiz, uh, Mustafi, and Kalasanach. So, who's, and then we've got who's playing Tierney and uh, T- who's playing for Leicester? Sorry, who's uh, who's in there? Because they don't, they shouldn't have Chilwell or Ricardo or um, Is it Madison? I think uh, uh, Chilwell is injured. Um, so it looks as though, yeah, they got uh, Bennett, Evans, and Soyuncu. At uh, centre back for them, and then uh, yeah, looks like they've. I think um, yeah, Madison's not started either, so it is. It's yeah, they've got Tielemans and Albrighton, and then um, they've got Ianacho, Vardy, and Perez up front. So uh, I don't know with Jamie Vardy, they're always in with a chance, especially against yeah. our less than predictable defence. Hmm. Um, uh, but I mean, at the moment, they have been fairly pre- pre- uh, predictable. Um, two clean sheets in a row. Um, 
I mean, that's that was the other thing to, to mention about the Norwich match. Uh, a, a debut goal for Cedric the Entertainer Suarez. Yeah. Um, that's a good goal. Going to adopt that nickname early on. Hopefully it catches on. Um, yeah, Cedric the Entertainer. Um, but uh, yeah, he took his goal very well. Um, something like, this is like three minutes after he came off the bench. Yeah, it's very good. A uh, very good goal. Uh, hopefully he gets more goals. Uh, hopefully he makes the transfer worth it because everyone was a bit down when uh, in Oz Cedric from Southampton. What? Oh, we, he's not good enough for Arsenal. All you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Blah. blah, blah. But uh, who knows? Maybe. I mean, he's did fairly well with Portugal. Won Euros with Portugal. I mean. Seasoned international, yeah. so seasoned uh, veteran international uh, player, and uh, yes, yeah, kind of player we need at Arsenal. Uh, and it's good goal, good goal. We did, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm going to ignore the, the fact that we said most of that stuff about David Luiz. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, he is. I mean, currently, uh, he's Cedric has got. Uh, he's on the same number of goals that he got his entire time at Saints, mm. um, from what I understand. So. Things are looking good so far, and uh, it seems to me like uh, Xhaka is making a uh, a late uh, what they call it uh, a character arc where they come back, you know. Yes, he's sort of redeeming himself a little bit. Yeah, um, kept his head down. I mean, he's. I suppose it's lucky. Yeah. I suppose it's lucky that there isn't a crowd to boo him. He could just get on with playing. Mm. Yeah. Very true. I did notice that when uh, Aubameyang got substituted off uh, towards the end of the Norwich match, um, he gave the captain's armband to Xhaka. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, I was maybe, kind of hoping, maybe he's just creeping back in there. I was hoping maybe the guy who's running the uh, the sound would press the boo button just for a, as a prank, as a joke. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that would have been funny. I think I... Uh, yeah, Xhaka, the way he's played sort of was typified for me. It, I can't remember which match it was pre-lockdown. I think I want to say it's maybe one of the Europa matches. Um, he uh, sort of just beyond the halfway line um, was tackled by another, another player, assumed that the referee was going to stop it for a foul, was going to stop play for a foul, so picked the ball up to put it down for a free kick um, and then was immediately booked for handball. Yeah. Um, which is, that's kind of, <laughs> that. yeah, that kind of typified his whole uh, vibe to me um, this season and probably the last few seasons. But like you said, he seems to be making uh, more of an effort. He kind of goes in and out a bit like David, not quite, maybe not quite as severely as David Luiz, Um in terms of the just the, the catastrophic fuck ups that he makes, yeah. but yeah, he seems to go through good phases and bad phases. At the moment, he's in a good one. I think it's good, maybe in this formation, that he doesn't have to quite move around so much. He just stays in that midfield, just doesn't move because mm. in that three four three that we're playing now, probably the only way to sort of like keep that midfield from moving anywhere, just because he's not very mobile. But so. That is a good point. Yeah, he he's quite fond of uh, again, similar to David Luiz, kind of tracking back after it's too late, and then just uh, giving away a ridiculous foul, and uh, yeah, getting him sent off or booked unnecessarily. Um, so, so yeah, that's um, yeah, 
probably does this system does suit him better than some of the previous uh, formations that we've been playing in. Um, so that was the that was the Nor- was there anything else notable about the Norwich match? I don't think there was. Was there? Oh, nothing really of the Norwich match. But I remember, uh, you know how Barmian likes to celebrate by doing his forward forward flip. Somersault. Does his yeah yeah and his, uh, his somersaults and that yeah. I saw online one of these United fan accounts over the weekend had a picture of Mason Greenwood and Aubameyang like when Mason Greenwood gets an equaliser and he's just oh get some of it versus when Aubameyang gets the equaliser does a forward you know, shows a picture and do it but that's completely out of context because yeah <laughs> it's, yeah it's like Mason Greenwood got the equaliser uh, uh, like. 20 minutes into the match or something, didn't he? Like, it's like... I, f- I can't if, remember. Uh, also, it's like, if Mason Greenwood could do, like, forward flips, wouldn't... I mean, if wouldn't anyone do, like, somersaults and flips if they could? Like, yeah. wouldn't you just look for any excuse to do that? Like, fuck you. <laughs> if you can't, like, yeah. Like, uh, uh, yeah, whatever. United fans, I mean... The, the lies they spread, the misinformation... It's an outrage. Yeah, we'll come on to. I mean, I did. I, I um, United. I mean, United had a, a you know pretty resounding win over over Bournemouth uh, again, similar to Norwich. Pretty much looks like they're going down as well. Yeah. But I mean, at the moment, they're that you know they are scoring lots of goals. That Bruno Fernandez uh, unfortunately does look very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I mean, I posted <laughs> over the weekend just to kind of. Um, just as like a you know, uh, for a bit of uh, for a bit of banter, as they say, uh, that Bruno Fernandez is is a real talent. In a couple of seasons, he'll be at a big club. Yeah, um, now that is the kind of tweet because... that a lot that they should be tweeting the Arsenal uh, Twitter. They should be tweeting that sort of thing. Yeah, we're giving them free stuff. Well, you mostly, yeah, but yeah, that sort of thing they should be saying it's... just to wind them up, but. Uh, I don't oh, know. I'm getting. Is that coming through yeah. on the thing? I'm getting notifications from the Bona League chat. Maybe I can hear it. Oh, but anyway, I can cut it out. That's all right. Uh, fuck it. That's the Fine. great thing about um, the modern uh, modern technology. I can edit it out. Yeah, we'll get it in post. You know, get it in post. Um, but yeah, so I posted that because, I mean. Nobody seems more obsessed with uh, what counts as a big club than United fans. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it is. I mean, like, I feel like you know, Man United fans, their ideal situation would be uh, to stand at a urinal with a tape measure. I mean, like that's that's kind of the level that that uh, a lot of United fans are at mentally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just like you can't you can't pee at the urinal if you're not. Um, God damn it, guys. These notifications. Um, uh, sorry, yeah, the Bona League chat. I'll just put. Do These boys disturb. never stop yakking. Do not disturb. Um, I've just logged out. Um, but yeah, so that was that was uh, something a bit funny that that I thought of. I mean, I, I don't know if we talked about it before, but yeah, Mark Goldbridge's uh, infamous tweet about um, to be considered a big club, you have to have won a European competition. You have to have won like a European trophy, so it's like, okay, so Leeds and Nottingham Forest are big clubs, but Man City aren't. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, technically, Aston Villa won. Make any sense? Aston Villa won the Champions League uh, back in yeah, back exactly. In. So, 
was it the when was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, a long time ago. But uh yeah. I don't know, I think at this point, does it just have to be based solely on money and where maybe you regularly finish in the league, I guess? I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it seems pretty basic stuff, doesn't it? I mean, it, I, it, it's, yeah, to be a, a quote-unquote big club. I mean, as with everything else in football, it's all dictated by the money. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, the money... If you've got the money to spend, you spend it on better players. That means you finish higher up the table in theory, or you challenge for more, challenge for more trophies. I don't know, but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, after, so after the the Norwich match, um, we went to Wolves, and I was not very hopeful at all that we'd get anything out of that match. To be honest, yeah. But I always got to keep faith. But uh, yeah, I, I thought maybe. Maybe like a two-two draw, but luckily, another clean sheet. That's another clean sheet for us. It's amazing. Yeah, um, because I mean, Wolves are sort of—I don't know—like they're they're kind of famously well organized. They're kind of the sort of the system that we've only just started adopting with this kind of you know, like the back three and everything. Um, they kind of have been doing like a better version of this style of play for you know for a, a long time yeah um and yeah they're very they've got a pretty good record against um you know the the so-called big six um so yeah i, I was expecting it to be uh, a, a tough match and i, I doubt we'd get anything out of it but it didn't have like their, you said not uh, only did we win two nil uh, didn't have their shooting boots yeah on. i think maybe we were somewhat lucky that yeah Maybe we were somewhat lucky they were having a bad day, but I mean, those are the kinds of, we've played against plenty of teams uh, where the other team has been on like a bad, playing on a bad day and uh, we've still fucked it up. So breaking news. That's, that's progress. One nil to the Arsenal, I think. Oh, it hasn't showed up on my screen yet. Aubameyang with a goal, 21st minute. Oh. Of course. I'm following SofaScore. Now, yeah, a, quick plug in, a quick plug-in for SofaScore.com. <laughs> it's a great app. <laughs> I think, we, yeah, we have talked about them before, so they really should be, they really should start ponying up to us. I think so. It's a very good app. Uh, it shows you all the stats and has a great uh, momentum uh, thingamajig. That's quite nice. But yeah. The quick plug in there, but so yeah, breaking news: one 0 to the Arsenal. That's nice. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, yeah. Wait and see if uh, see if we fuck that up. But um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. so is verbal. Aubameyang inform. It's interesting to see. Obviously, yeah, we do love to give away a lead. Um, I mean, going going back to even going back to like the Wenger years. I mean, that was kind of, that was when it all started to fall apart. It was like, yeah, we'd, we'd get one nil ahead and then just never be able to hold on to it. Um, so yeah, and it looks as though, Oh yeah. So I'm seeing the details now assist by, uh, Oh yeah. So that, that was the big announcement I wanted to make for this episode. Um, to put to bed these rumors and also just to request that everyone respect, uh, the parties involved privacy at this time. Um, 
me and Lawrence talked about this uh, long, long into the night on on Saturday after the Wolves match, and uh, decided that we uh, owed it to everybody to uh, to to come clean. And uh, so, for better or worse, we have to announce that we we the Junior Funners are. Bukayo Saka's biological parents. Yes. Um, yes. It's legal and binding. I, that's all there is to it. We went down yep. to the courts the uh, other day. That's all there is to it. It's as simple as that. He's our he's our son and we love him and uh, we will love him no matter what. Yeah. So uh, to all you haters and losers out there, um, um, kiss my, just uh, kiss my, uh, back off. You, you know what you can kiss. Kiss my piss. Kiss my piss. Mm. Kiss my piss. Um, but no, in all seriousness, uh, yeah, Bakayo Saka getting his first league goal, which seems insane given how well he's been playing this season. I can't believe he hadn't scored earlier. But um, uh, yeah, a brilliantly taken goal um, right when we needed it. And um, yeah, he's really... I signed a new contract as well. I don't, I don't know if that had happened when we recorded last, but he signed a, a new long-term contract as well. Yeah. Um, so, it, I mean, he looks, with every match, he just seems to look more and more exciting and seems to be, seems like he's going to be the real deal. He can just play about anywhere. He's like left back, left wing, right wing, midfield. He's been playing midfield. For, in, I think in the Brighton game, he for a bit he did, I saw. Yeah, yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he's a very versatile player and uh, very lucky. We this is the thing we've got so many great young players. We just need to give them a chance, and this is what they can do. And it's, it gets annoying when I mean, yeah, I, you know, going back to Serge Nab- Nabry, you know, everyone will harp on about what about Serge mm. Nabry. So you know, I yes, okay, the one that got away, okay, we, we'll accept. I will anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um yeah i that, i mean that it's unfortunate because at the time yeah he probably wouldn't have gotten in the team yeah uh but i mean it, you know hindsight's 2020 isn't it so it, it's yeah of course we would have i i was surprised when we when we let him go um but uh but yeah i mean and it is i am wary of you know, to to your point of uh, you know, we we do currently have a very exciting crop of uh, of young players coming through, but then you could probably say that about just about any Arsenal team mm. from the last decade, fifteen years. Um, but this one is different. But <laughs> but, but this time they this they do time. really. <laughs> they do, I mean, it, it, I was I was thinking that there is there there is like genuinely like a a, a very talented generation of players coming through um like in in the Premier League at the moment like there's there's a lot of like good young players um that you know you look that could potentially you know could potentially make up a very uh a, a very very good England team yeah got uh, in in a Phil Foden up two. at Man City. Or, well, even you're sort of seeing it already but yeah i mean liverpool are investing it seems yeah. like in a lot Phil of Foden. a lot of young players at, uh, in liverpool and uh, I think Klopp yeah. quoted the, maybe today, I don't know when, but he said he wanted to have a team of Scousers. Like, some... do you read about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Yeah, I saw I saw the headline. Um, so that's uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's. Uh, but um, yeah, there's. I mean, yeah, there's pretty much every. I'd say more or less every team in the Premiership. Now that I think about it, has at least one kind of bright prospect for yeah. the England team. When you, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like even down the bottom, like. You know, like Todd Cantwell. Uh, why did I say it like that? Todd Cantwell. Um, Todd Cantwell at, at Norwich. You know, mm. he looks he looks decent. I think you know he'll probably be he'll probably be off to a, a, a better team once they get relegated. I would like um, him to join Arsenal. You know, but, Bournemouth. Uh, I don't know. I, I, Bournemouth as well. They've got a couple of good players. I'd like, but uh, you know, it's it's one yeah. of those things. Uh, um, would they want to come to Arsenal? Who knows? But. Um, <laughs> yeah that's yeah I mean I've been reading hearing a lot um, about um, Thomas Partey yeah, it, yeah. in Le- Atletico Madrid like they want to have a swap with Lacazette mm. I don't know mm. I think Lacazette could still good good uh, depth have I've got yeah. I've, I've got a massive soft spot for Lacazette um, I, yeah I mean I spe- well it's perfect time to mention yeah he scored the second goal for Arsenal against Wolves, um, and again combining with uh, with Joe Willock, another mm. another one of Arsenal's young prospects. Um, but yeah, he came off the bench, and he, I, I've probably mentioned it before. But yeah, Lacazette seems to have filled the uh, like the the Giroud role, yeah, um, of being like just a really great impact sub if uh, if we're struggling to get if we're struggling to get to get a goal or we need a goal to kill the game off. Um, He's yeah, I mean his his sort of his hit rate in terms of coming off the bench and, and scoring or being involved in a goal is um is pretty impressive at this point. Yeah, he's also sort of doing a I don't know I think he's become like a Arteta's using him like a false nine because I've seen uh, especially in the Brighton game mm. I mean it was different because we lost but his his average position was like almost like a midfielder rather than a forward. As I was like. I don't know whether Arteta thinks. I think he, yeah. I think Arteta is sort of using him as like a first because he's pl- got that because he's quite short, not very short, but he's for a striker he's relatively short and uh, got that good balance. So he, yeah, and he's very good on you know, sort of good ball control it, and stuff. And yeah, maybe. he is. Yeah, he's very skillful at going past players. Um, so yeah, he can, he's he's not necessarily a great a massive aerial threat, yeah. but he can take people on and get past them. I think yeah, it seems as though you you you're right. It, it looks as though that the plan is to have him playing as like a false nine behind either uh, either Nketiah or Aubameyang, yeah, and um, kind of yeah, using his his skill to kind of link up with with them. Um, but yeah, he's he's I I I hope they hang on to him. I hope he stays. Um, same. I mean, uh, I mean, if well, if we're talking about people staying, we obviously need a Yang to stay more than anyone else. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know hope, if we will. I just hope we can offload. I mean, we said no. Uh, yeah, I think it would be nice to offload us. We need. There's a lot of players we need to offload. But um, yeah, we'll get we'll get to that uh, when. The, what's the phrase? Uh, no. They always do this. Gotten the phrase now. What are you? What? There's a there's a phrase. You know, when we get we'll just when we get it, to that it, point, 
you know, when it comes to the transfers, because... Uh, Cross that bridge yeah, when we come to yeah. it. Yeah, that, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it's a football podcast, so you, just, you can just make up any, you know... We'll... Uh, like, that's yeah. the whole thing with, like, footballers and managers. You can just, if you... You can just either say a cliche or make one up. It's fine. No one, no one notices. When, when the seagulls follow the trowler. Exactly, yeah. Ah, I love Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, he's a great, great actor. <laughs> it's all been, he, he really fell off after Even Stevens, didn't he? He did, he did. Um, yeah, I mean. Actually, that's not fair. Apparently, he's, he's, he's the, the last few films he's been in have apparently been very good. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, what a weird guy. Yeah. I'm sure he'll hear this now. Some of his, one of his. Uh, um, <laughs> People will be uh, hate listening. Uh, we'll have him on. We'll do it like a, do a Mark Maron style uh, beef squash. Yeah. Uh, ask him who his guys are. You know. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about um, uh, Saka. So that's yes. Um, so yeah, he's he's signed up to a, a new contract as as uh, Martinelli, um, who unfortunately is going to be injured for the rest of the season, but. Him and Saka had both been uh, probably the most consistent players we, we've had this season. They sort of seem to pretty consistently um, show up in terms of creativity and work rate and, and what have you. Um, so it's good that we've locked them down. Um, yeah, two very promising young players. Uh, again, if we could just get Aubameyang on a contract. I mean, it is... There is kind of a familiar sinking feeling of mm. uh, the stage of the career, the stage of his career that he's at. Yeah. You know, we saw it with Henri, we saw it with Van Persie, we saw it with Fabregas. Um, yeah, the, the the player kind of becomes too good for the club yeah. after a certain point. But it would be nice if he stays here and we can build a team around him and get good again. Yes, I believe. Yes, you need that. You need that star player to, as a cherry on the cake you know you need you got your yeah star on the christmas tree yeah exactly the uh the the the, the fly on the turd exactly yeah um, i don't know um but uh yeah i mean yeah i think you know he stays he's the club captain um he seems to he seems to work well and has a good relationship with all of these young players. I mean, it'd be, you know, couldn't really ask for a better mentor as a, a young attacking footballer at the moment. Um, you know, you think about, yeah, like everything that Enketier and Saka and Reese Nelson and Joe Willett could learn from him. Um, yeah, that would be incredible. So please don't go, Pierre. Yeah. Um, we, we love you. And, uh, you know, don't want to, don't want to, don't want to see you go. Um, so yeah, uh, but anyway, as far as this season goes, um, what are we at? Still one nil. Okay. Yep. From what I can see here, it's 34 uh, minutes. Oh, uh, 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 breaking. I'm sorry to say it's one all. Oh, oh dear. Did, did I fuck it up? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, for wait, unless, sake. unless that, hang on. How did I do? Wait a minute. Oh dear. Oh, is it VAR? It, it, it may be VAR. It hasn't officially said so yet. It, it said 1-0 and then it's gone back to 1-0. So maybe it was VAR. Who knows? Or, yeah. 
okay. Yeah, your, uh, mine's way slower than yours. Uh, but that was weird that I managed to time that, like literally, <laughs> like going to check the score, and then it's uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so that, was there any more Arsenal news besides the the match that's currently ongoing? Uh, um, no, more or less straight. Uh, if I was going to talk about, um, you know how I like to talk about the second half of the season, that's my thing. I think last time I checked, we're now in top four. If you just went by, uh, yeah. I mean, that I was I was thinking about that after you brought it up last week, and it is. I mean, that that is kind of an Arsenal trademark, you know, finishing the season very strongly after it's too late. You know, yeah. <laughs> like we we always used to like finish this after you know, you get through like February and March, and we'd be pretty shit, and then through like April and May, um, we typically go on like these you know really these great kind of unbeaten runs after it didn't matter, you know, after it was too late for us to to win the league or win any trophies, um, we'd, we'd end the season really well. So that might be what's happening at the moment. Um, now that it's, you know, kind of realistically too late for us to get into Europe, probably. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm you still, know, we're just, we're just saving face. I, it kind of, it's the hope that kills you. That it was that meme. It's like, mm. we're not far behind. We're not even like, I thought we were way behind, but we could still catch up. You never know. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, apparently United fans that want us to do a favour from tonight. So that's the thing. It's like, oh god, if we beat Leicester, that means Man United are only three yeah. points behind Leicester. Oh no, eh. That is that is really annoying when that happens. It's like, yeah, we desperately need the win. I mean, we need to win all of our matches basically, and hope that enough teams above us fuck it up. Um, but. Um, Oh, that was that was the other thing. Yeah, um, our old friend Jose is back at it again. Oh yeah, um, that was it. <laughs> um, he's, t- he's gone I full. Think the, the Arsenal Twitter account tweeted something about that. He's got. He has. He's <laughs> he's gone full. Uh, full team rocket. Um, he's yeah. So I think the Arsenal Twitter account tweeted that it's it's very difficult to go to Bramall Lane and uh, and win against Sheffield United. That was accompanied by uh, clips of us winning there in the FA Cup a um, couple of weeks ago. Um, and uh, that seemed to be very pointedly um, <laughs> sort of subtweeting, as it were. Um, oh, yeah. Look, sorry. Yeah. Just interrupting myself here. Yeah. Disallowed goal on 35 minutes. Oof, that was um, lucky. Yeah. Looks like, yeah, Iheanacho scored, but it was offside. Phew. Um, so, yeah. So, thank Christ. Um, but yeah. So, Spurs obviously lost to uh, to Sheffield United, and uh, yeah, I think someone asked Mourinho about it in a press conference, and uh, what, he said something to the effect of, "You only if they say I've got a quote only here. Enjoy the. I've got the quote here. That. If from, uh, yeah, he says to quote. I think if they were top of the league or fighting for top four in a really good moment, they wouldn't enjoy the problems of others. Uh, okay. You only enjoy the problems of others when you are also in trouble. It's like, well, we're far away. Not, we're not as bad as we were, Mourinho. And uh, it carries on. In the end, well, yeah, it says more it's... about them 
They don't have much to celebrate. They have to get every opportunity to do it. They are in a very similar situation to us. It's like, yeah, but yeah, fuck you. That was what killed me. Him saying that they don't have much to celebrate. It's just like, yeah, you're right. We didn't win an Audi Cup uh, in preseason. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. It, it's it really is just like a it's it's a classic uh, Joseism. I like it keeps it going. Just, uh, yeah, I don't like to connect the club with some post. I'll just skip out some of it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. But I don't believe it was Mikel Arteta that posted it. I don't believe it was Granit Xhaka or another captain that did it. <laughs> it's like it's very uh, very partridge Just just okay, keep well. just keep going. Just keep going. I'm not going to talk about it, but I am going to talk about it. Yeah, I was going to say like yeah, Xhaka. <laughs> it was probably some guy. Xhaka hasn't been the captain. Uh... <laughs> it was probably some guy that was at home for three months working from home. Oh no, Josie. Oh dear. No problem at home. Oh, in, in his mum's basement, yeah, I bet. He's probably some sub keyboard warrior. That's what they like to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's that, that, that meme of the uh the South Park the South Park guy, yeah. the, the World of Warcraft guy. It's just like a big fat like nerd with a wrist brace on. Yeah. That's uh yeah, that's who Jose thinks runs the uh the Arsenal Twitter account. Um I don't know. But yeah, very, very funny. Um that it it's great that he one can of those take things a where joke. it's just like <laughs> he can take a joke very well. That's what I like about Mourinho. Exactly, yeah. It's a very very funny you know, he likes, there is yeah, he because jokes. it doesn't <laughs> can't stress enough spurs are not mentioned in the post anywhere like it like it, they're not it doesn't directly reference spurs or Mourinho or anything um it's just you know it, it's just maybe it's like a bit of banter between two long-standing rivals but for it to uh for it to clearly bother him that much is very very funny it's the classic the classic thing of like, I'm not mad. I'm not. Ma- I'm laughing actually. Actually, yeah. it's funny to me. It's actually funny to me. Yeah, uh, that's great. It's great stuff. Speaking of uh, just uh, speaking of Goldbridge, yeah, Jose just shrieking that he's he's not owned. Uh, well, he turns into a corn cob. Sorry, you. Uh, it's, yeah, it's Goldbridge. You got a, a Goldbridge update? You were talking. He, he made a he made a post today, and now I'm going to have to search for what he said. But it was about you know. You know who, how he likes to uh, he likes to troll us Arsenal fans. Had somebody repo- posted a video? Yeah. So for for new listeners, uh, Mark Goldbridge, Mark Goldbridge is a sort of self appointed, um, uh, what do you call it? Like fan representative for Man United uh, online, um, and um, yeah, I mean he's been uh, yeah since since United have been sort of playing well uh, in the last month or so. Um, Obviously, he's like nearly broken his neck uh, trying to suck his own dick, basically. <laughs> um, and it, it's like, but yeah, someone, I mean, I, I think I retweeted it earlier. It's like, yeah, he, um, yeah, he, he it, it, there was a video um, of his, basically, he does these regular videos about United and whatever. And in, his main thing just seems to be like the the transfer story. Like any any like transfer rumor, um, he'll just talk about and just talk about until um, until words cease to have meaning. Basically, um, so Erling Haaland was was a big one, and uh, yeah, there is there's a video of him saying, 
Haaland's coming to United. It's a done deal. I could do a video about it right now, but I won't. It's a done deal. Um, and then lo and behold, Erling Haaland signs for uh, for uh, Borussia Dortmund. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he seems to be doing the exact same thing with Jadon Sancho. He's just, uh, something is really kind of, I don't know. I don't know if he's getting paid by someone every time he says it, but every time he tweets about or mentions Sancho, um, it it feels like he's getting like 10 quid or something. It, it, it's insane. The level of obsession that he has with, uh, with, with Jaden Sancho and the fact that he's definitely going to become a Man United player. Um, and it was a similar thing with, uh, with Jude Bellingham as well. Like, you know, the very highly rated midfielder for Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, he apparently was coming to, to United and, uh, he's going to Dortmund. He was very angry about the, the negotiations for that falling through. Is he, is he going to Dortmund as well? Jay Bellingham is his name? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah. His tweet was: <laughs> Arsenal fans moaning about me tweeting about them. LOL. There will be plenty more today if you win. You'll be closing on sixth, and we'll have to we'll have to top four on download. Thanks to you. It isn't. Yeah, it's lots of grammar um, mm. error there, but uh, I don't know what this. Maybe he name searches, and maybe the people who on Twitter who make fun of him, he finds the one who are Arsenal fans, and so all Arsenal fans are making fun of him. It's that kind of absolutist mindset that people have. I think, yeah, it, it's um, <laughs> it is. I mean, I I feel like he seems like the kind of guy that would name search, but then again, like I reply to a fair number of his tweets, and I mean, he hasn't blocked me, hmm. um, you know, because he'll like. He'll do. He has this series of videos that he does called uh, "Going for Goldbridge," which are like I think they're uh, they're like the the non football videos he does where people tweet him questions and then he you know he, he answers them. It's supposed to just be like a you know a, a bit of fun, you know, just a bit of banter between uh, you know people on Twitter and their hero Mark Goldbridge. Um, but yeah, I mean, every time he tweets out that he's doing one of those, I always reply to it with with something. I mean, I think. Um, uh, one of my favorite ones was, yeah, he was, uh, yeah, tweet me your questions, your non-football questions for going for Goldbridge. And I just replied, uh, favorite hentai. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get a response from that and he, he didn't block me. And then a, a, another one he did, uh, yeah, he was like, what, uh, yeah, send me your questions. Uh, and I replied with, uh, why does my wife want to fuck you so bad? <laughs> um, uh, another time I replied, um, are you circumcised or nah? Uh, so it, yeah, he, I I don't think he pays that much attention uh, to his replies. Um, he tw- he's one of those guys that like tweets a million times a day and then doesn't pay any attention to the replies. I guess I like I liked his uh, Bruno Fernandez shirt I saw on Instagram. It was um, Bruno sort of was it Portuguese magnifico or something like that. There must be uh, some merch he's selling. I don't know. Well, it was great. Oh, yeah. I mean, he must have merch. Yeah. I, I mean, a guy like that, I mean, that's that's an easy grift for him. Um, I think we need to start. Speaking of which, we should. I was going to say, yeah, we need to, we need to get on some merch. Um, I, can, I, I have experience yeah. of printing T-shirts. I, I did make some for a project at, back in back hmm. in school. So I do have experience in printing shirts. but. Uh, I'm sure there are better, okay. better ways to do well, it we'll, uh, than using an iron. We'll keep your, but. 
Yeah, we'll we'll keep your CV on file, and uh, we'll we'll let you know here at the, uh, the 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 t-shirt factory. Thanks for getting in touch. Yeah, we'll let you know. Um, but yeah, we I, yeah we gotta we gotta stop uh, talking about Goldbridge so much. Um, even I'm getting sick of it. Um, it's just so it once you get like I don't know, it's like a it's like an HP Lovecraft novel. You know, it's like. You, you see this unspeakable horror and it just drives you insane and you can't think or talk about anything else. Like it's just the levels to this guy. It's just, oh man. Anyway, it's like, it's um, like is there any other, there's no other Arsenal news, is there? Uh, no, no. Oh, uh, a, a quick, uh, I think we're at- shout out to the Bona League chat. Uh, we're getting some compliments now. Uh, this looks like a completely different Arsenal from the last game I watched, V City. Thanks, James. Yeah, gonna, it's, uh, it's amazing what. It... Thanks, James. Mm. There we go. That. So that's James. Um, that, that's presuming that's that's James Foster, yeah. our uh, Australian yeah. correspondent. Yeah, so he's he's just uh, he's just flown back to uh, to Oz and. Um, Obviously, because of the, uh, the 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 coronavirus, he has to uh, he has to quarantine for fourteen days in a in a five star hotel, which is sounds nice. But I can imagine by day four or five, it's going to be a bit of a shining situation, maybe. So, Godspeed, uh, James, uh, while you're in there. I, I yeah, it's hotel living. I mean, as we've seen with Alan Partridge uh, and and Jose Mourinho. Uh, hotel living can can drive you insane um, after a yeah. little while. So it's a travel uh, tavern, Lynn. It's a travel tavern. Uh, living like some bloody tramp in a layby. It's a travel tavern. Um, man, uh, uh, can you imagine how bad this podcast would be if we just started doing just Alan Partridge quotes the whole time? Yeah. Just be unlistenable. The real just comedy nerd shit. Fuck, man, that would suck so bad. Um, Anyway, yeah. So, Arsenal news for now. I think it's half time. Are we at half time yet? I think so. Or it's just coming up to half time. Yeah, I think so. Um. So yeah, no other. I think. Well, looking ahead, um, we got. Speaking of Jose, we got Spurs this weekend. Yep. Oh dear. Uh oh. Here we go. It's put. It's on now. The. The. The 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 famous the famous uh, Northern London Derby, um, as they call it. That's what the locals call it in 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 Northern London. Um, so um, we should probably make some predictions. Um, mm. So what what do you reckon? Arsenal to win. Uh, ooh 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 ooh. Three two or three one. Three one or three two. Three. I yeah I I'm inclined to agree with you on three two I think um, what was what was the score earlier in the season I I can't re- was that I that we, wasn't the that there? wasn't the no that was four. didn't we win the I actually can't remember I'll have to consult I'm the, just I can cut this all out but uh, consult the scrolls make it seamless um, no it's fine leave it in make it seamless I'm just gonna I'm gonna see if I can. Yeah, no, consult the scrolls. We have to uh, look it up. Um, 
but yeah, I, I, yeah, we, in recent seasons, we seem to have enjoyed, um, we seem to have enjoyed the, the, yeah, the, uh, the, the Northern London derbies against, uh, against Spurs. And, um, yeah, I mean, we're playing with a lot of confidence right now. We don't have too many injuries. Um, I think, yeah, I think three, two is about right because Spurs have a lot of players that can, you know, score goals very, I mean, you know, they can, uh, they can, they can hurt you, you know, they'll, they'll hit you. Um, Harry Kane also has a, you know, a, a pretty, um, pretty consistent record of scoring in, uh, in, in North London derbies, doesn't he? Against Arsenal. Yeah. Um, so I wonder oh, if, yeah, it was, I, I uh, doubt we'll two, keep two. cheap for that one. Yeah. We came back from 2-0 down. That was it. Yes. We drawn a lot of matches 2-2 this season. I think before, before we sacked, uh, Emery and, uh, all of that, we seem to be drawing just about every match to all. Um, oh, the last, so yeah, it was yeah four two and then one one and then two two. There's the last Premier League uh, derbies, so yeah, we should yeah should be uh, yeah. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's my prediction. I think uh, yeah, I think yeah three two. Um, difficult to, I don't know. Well, in theory, it's difficult to to you know score that many goals against the Mourinho team, but. Um, that's how I feel. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's lost his fucking mind. Um, so it, it yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think no that he's going to go for, probably about right. I can imagine he's going to go for Mourinho, like whether he's going to just park the bus, try play on the counter. I think that would be his strategy because he can't play any with anything else. Yeah. I mean, the last, Spurs match I saw was I think I saw a little bit of their uh, their match against West Ham, and um, I think they ended up winning that fairly comfortably, but they they didn't look particularly convincing. I think West Ham were a little hard done by. So um, yeah, I think uh, yeah I, I I I reckon we'll we'll just squeak it. Um, I hope so anyway. Um, you know, keep this run going and just shove it in. Jose's uh, stupid, smug, stinky face. Yeah. I'm just going to put my uh, bedroom light on. Hang on. Hang on a sec. Okay. A little mood lighting. There we go. <coughs> That's better. You look beautiful. Thank you. Um, so was there... Yeah, any, any other... Any other Football news outside of uh, outside of Arsenal stuff. I think we kind of touched on just about everything, didn't we? I think that's it. As far as I can remember, that's anything that's relevant. Maybe we could talk about Neil Warnock. Or was that this week, last week, when noon? That doesn't matter. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't think we talked about it. But yeah, that was that was probably a couple of weeks ago at this point. Um, yeah. So Neil Warnock being appointed uh, Middlesbrough manager to try and uh, help them avoid relegation, uh, which. Uh, could be going better from how it seems at the moment, but um, yeah. So he, I mean, yeah, he's back. Colin Wanker is back. Um, yeah. So 
We'll, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, there is, the, yeah, there's that brilliant video of uh, his, you know, all the clips of his coaching style versus Pep Guardiola's, um, which is very, very funny. Um, yeah. So yeah, Neil Neil Warnock's back out of uh, out of retirement already. Um, I feel like every time he goes to a club, he's always like, "This is going to be the last one." Kind of feel like he's been doing that for the last four or five years. Um, so at some point, he'll probably have his brain downloaded um, onto like a you know onto like a flash drive, and uh, just so he can you know be at one with the singularity, and then we can have uh, just. You know, just like you know, boring kind of four four two football through to uh, through to infinity in perpetuity throughout the universe. Okay. So uh, that's that's something to look forward to, isn't it? Yeah, I can't remember if I mentioned him last week in our shit house eleven managers. Did I? I think I may have forgotten to m- mention Neil Warnock. I, but. I don't know. We didn't mention him specifically. I think we sort of skated around uh, that that kind of little club of managers that he's in. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't think we, um, I don't think we mentioned him by name, but uh, yeah, Neil Warnock, Colin Wanker. Um, yeah, yeah, you're burnt. Um, so we'll uh, be right back after this break. I was looking at, uh, as I do, I look at the table for this half of the season and uh, goals for, we're on the same number of goals as Liverpool, 24, and goals against 13. So we're doing better than... Uh, we're back, by the way, listeners. Yeah. You know, we're not, <laughs> just, if you just looked at it, yeah, as I say, it's, we're not like doing that badly. Twenty-five points from fourteen games. I mean, that's not too bad. Mm. Yeah, I think you know until the until the Man City match, we were unbeaten in twenty twenty, weren't we? So it's uh, yeah, things were on the whole moving in the right direction. But um, you know, it's a long season. Got to do it over the over the thirty eight games. You know. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I I kind of feel like if you break things down it's, it's it's easier to like for me to like understand i guess you don't get the yeah the whole story i suppose your uh, yeah your beautiful mind can only accept granular information yeah yeah i'm very i'm not i'm not, yeah i my philosophy is the simpler and easier to make you got to make things simple and easy yeah I don't. I don't like. Um, I don't like, especially on online. I don't like people who use like big words and huge paragraphs of tweet, you know, tech wall text. Yeah. Oh yeah, the tweet thread. Yeah, one of the worst inventions. Um, uh, yeah, in in recent history, I think. Um, yeah. So um, we alluded to it earlier, but yeah, we're we're continuing uh, building our, our our ultimate shit house eleven. Um. So this week we are talking about goalkeepers. Just trying to pick a, a goalkeeper for the ultimate shit house eleven. Um, you know the 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 biggest biggest shit houses in football, um, and it's a little more difficult to come up with goalkeepers than it is for the other positions. I would say we, we it's not been there's not been as many obvious candidates. Uh, put it that way. 
Yeah, I was. But, uh, I was gonna go for more sort of look, or even from what I've seen them do. Like you mentioned, Tim Crawl. I wanted to have a him as a potential contender because he has that. Uh, what's to psych players out? Uh, but I don't know. He's not like a dirty yeah. goalkeeper, but or uh, goalkeepers that like. Uh, I don't know. Well, if, if for Arsenal. In in the past, uh, someone like Pepe Reina, even though he's a good goalkeeper, but Pepe Reina, because of the whole after the Spain won the World Cup, and he shoved that Barcelona shirt on Fabregas, and that annoyed me. Yeah, yeah, it's like back off, man. That's yeah. Um, but yeah, again, it's like compared to the the stuff that some of the other guys were going to be talking about, uh, have done or continue to do in some cases it's difficult to come up with many kind of suitable candidates for for goalkeepers but i i i I sort of uh the the one that i kind of um the (laughs) the goalkeeper that i thought that the shithouse 11 deserved uh you know it's uh you know to in 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 the uh in the batman parlance um is uh is uh brad guzan uh the uh the former uh, Aston Villa goalkeeper and uh, and Middlesbrough. Speaking of speaking about Middlesbrough earlier, um, I just think he. I mean, in terms of um, you know, it's not often, especially in in the modern game, it's not often that you look at a footballer or any professional athlete and think, yeah, well, I mean, I you know, deep down, if it came to it, I could probably do that. Um, but I just remember seeing Brad Guzan again and again, the, the season that Villa got relegated. Uh, and I think even in seasons before that, and just thinking how, how is this man a professional footballer? It, it is, it's nuts. The, the, the fact that he seems to have, I don't know, just uh, robbed a living uh, from, <laughs> from every club he's been at um, is, is insane to me. Um, Part of me, I mean, ultimately you got to respect it. I mean, you know, that maybe he has dirt on on all of the managers at these clubs, or or who's to say? But um, yeah, man, it just uh, yeah. In in terms of uh, in in terms of just being the uh, the worst at something um, in the modern era, you know, for Premier League footballers, I, I don't think you can. Do much better than 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 Brad Guzan, um, so he would be he'd be my my nomination. But uh, yeah, Lawrence, you, you've uh, you've got your own uh, your own uh, um, thing. That's well, a good sentence. We wanted to talk about. Um, I mean, you mentioned Ron Man, uh, oh, Ron Manager, yeah, Ron Atkins. <laughs> that was yeah. Uh, Speaking of, no, we love Ron Manager. We, Ron Manager's great. Yeah, that's funny. And uh, but you mentioned uh, Ron Atkinson and his outburst. But uh, and I was trying to look for goalkeepers, like maybe a few hard nuts or something. Maybe a few like any of them with any sort of radical politics or anything. And uh, I could only find a uh, for, former AC Milan goalkeeper Christian Ebiati, who, uh, according to uh, an old. Uh, Guardian article admitted that he was a fascist, but that's about all I could find. If I put in right wing footballers, I tend to get you know players who play on the right wing and not 
Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's the ultimate cover, you know. You can you can really hide in plain sight. If you're a if you're a right winger uh in in yeah, in football, I mean you can yeah, you can just post all the 4chan shit you want, but it'll still just show up with all of your football, you know, all of your game stats. Yeah. Um but yeah, isn't it wild that like he's not the only Italian footballer to have publicly announced that he's a fascist. Yeah. Is it, it tends to be a thing in either Italy or Eastern Europe. You get that kind of stuff. Well, I just think, yeah, I'm thinking like, you know, Paolo Di Canio um, specifically. I mean, he literally has like, you know, like tattoos and stuff. Yeah. Um, like, uh, and he, you know, he's celebrated goals by doing like, you know, fascist like salutes and hand gestures and shit. Um, yeah, it's almost I don't know, it's almost like uh almost like there's something culturally up in, in Italy. I mean we we yeah. talked before about those anti racism posters, uh, where it's just the big monkey face and it's like how how did you think this was gonna help? Um mm. they just can't help themselves. They they fucking love they fucking love racism in Italy. I don't know what it is. Um <laughs> It's so weird, but yeah, that is very funny to me. That it's like, yeah, it's like if you're talking about like, I oh, remember that Italian, the the uh, Italian footballer that said he was a fascist, and you'd have to go which one. Yeah, like that's that's insane to me. <laughs> you remember? I remember Bonici. Uh, he was because something happened with Moise Keane when he was at Juventus, but uh, was it mm. Leo Bonucci said something like, uh, "Oh, you know, it's just you just have to put up with it or something," or. Yeah, man, it, it's, I mean, I, we talked about it on an earlier episode, but yeah, the whole thing with like, uh, like Lukaku uh, playing out in Italy and like, you know, the fans or like, you know, th- that that fan statement where it was like, no, they're they're doing- The blame is 50-50, <laughs> those racist chants Because they think you're good. Huh? The blame is 50-50. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, never mind, eh? But yeah, I was yeah. trying to think footballers either of like, I mean, the go-to back in those old football clip shows I remember from the 90s was like the Schumacher goalkeeper when he knocked out, um, was it a French player or something? I Schumacher. can't that far and, back, uh, very vaguely. In interviews, he basically, you know, I don't think he has much remorse. I think he's just like, yeah, I did what I had to do, you know, it's part of the game. <laughs> Uh, playing for the team, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. But mm, I don't know I was trying to find a more modern goalkeeper, but like, why well, did I mean? You know, like, yeah, going modern is not necessarily required. I mean, you know, our our, our manager is is Ron Atkinson. Let's yeah. not forget. So I mean, that's uh, you know. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, you know, again, he's the the reason he's the manager is because it's pretty hard to top what in terms of shithousery, It's kind of difficult to top what he did, really. Yeah. Um. So it, it uh, yeah. But yeah, I think yeah. So we, we got a, we got a couple of uh, choices for for goalkeepers for the the, the shit house eleven. Next week's going to be interesting because obviously we've got to talk about a, a back four. So we've got to pick four defenders. I think if we we can just do it fancy football style, and I think we we don't have to literally go you know left back, centre back, yeah. centre back, right back. Just, just, if we just pick four defenders because yeah. um, otherwise it's just going to get too involved and annoying to work out. Um, but but yeah, I think you know. Not to spoil anything, we sort of teased it last week. Pretty sure that Ryan Shawcross is going to be in there. Yeah. Um, sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, as as Arsenal fans, we have a responsibility um, 
So I think, yeah, pretty sure Ryan Shawcross is going to be uh, in in that back four. But uh, yeah, we'll see see who else uh, see who else makes it into the shit house eleven uh, back four. Um, uh, what was the other thing I was going to talk about? I can't remember I can, now. Maybe one last uh, pick. Do you remember Massimo Taibi at Man United against Southampton, where the ball slipped no. under him? Oh yes, yeah, that was very funny. He yeah, it's like he laid an egg. Yeah, that's probably the only <laughs> goalkeeper I thought. Who's really bad? Massimo Taibi. <laughs> I always remember that. Name. That's yeah. But the problem is, like Brad, like I said, like Brad Guzan did that like every other week. Like he'd make a mistake yeah. like that. Like it was, it was insane. It was like you know that was like a once in a lifetime like goalkeeping boo boo, but. uh he spent a whole season doing that in the premiership for Villa. It's just, mm. it's, it's wild. Um, yeah. Anyway. What was the other, I, actually, now you mentioned it that in the nineties, was, was it Mark Bosnich, the, yeah. uh, the United goalkeeper that got busted doing drugs or something. Think, and then was just like, yeah, I think so. he was still like, I'm better than everyone else. Like he was, he kind of, he was just like, yeah, I'm still, I'm still the shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to quickly, uh, just quickly look it up. It's this makes us this makes us an official podcast. Like yeah. someone looking something up on the on the podcast. This is this is the real Joe Rogan shit. <laughs> you see, he signed like a multi million dollar deal with Spotify. God oh damn. yeah, yeah. I was trying to look at. Think how many think how many mushrooms he's going to buy with that. It's just going to buy him so much DMT. Yes, yeah, cocaine use. I think. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I think he got busted doing coke, and then was like, he I think when he got recluse, banned, he was like, doesn't matter. Um, took up to ten grams of cocaine a day. Ooh. Almost shot his father with an air rifle, thinking it was an intruder into his home. <laughs> Just like Dick Cheney. Yeah, I remember they made a film of that guy, like a couple of years ago. What, Mark Bosnich? No, Dick Cheney. Oh yeah, Christian Bale. Um, yeah, they Vice. Just, why didn't they just call it Dick? Yeah, I mean that seems like the obvious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, man, what a. It's a shame he's never been involved in football. I mean, he would have been right in the. You know, I'm pretty sure. You know, all of our guys in the shit house eleven are pretty bad, but I don't think any of them started a war in Iraq. Um, let alone made money off of starting a war in Iraq. Um, yeah. Because he he owned shares in like Halliburton or something, didn't he? Or, or Lockheed, one of those one of those companies, either the oil company or the weapons company, or maybe both. Um, like he owned shares in them, and it yeah, just uh, he just happened to be very interested in starting a war in Iraq. Um, so yeah, that guy that guy got very rich uh, just killing all those people. Oh yeah, yeah, big fucks to Dick Cheney. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he can, he can be the uh, sort of owner of the club. Yeah, he he invested a sports yeah. team. <laughs> this is yeah, what he did after, after politics. He got into us. Yeah, he loves soccer. I just love. Well, soccer. he's I, yeah. I don't think we we didn't talk about it last week, but yeah, like Stan Kroenke is like a big. Uh, he is a big Trump guy, isn't he? Yeah. Like I, we found out recently. He's on. There's like a list of uh, like the top corporate, uh, like the. The corporations that are like the top Trump donors, I think, and uh, one of them is is, is Stan Kroenke. Um, and, and he's I mean, in Colorado, which is a uh, isn't it fairly Democrat state? 
Colorado? I don't know. Colorado is a bit of a weird one because, yeah, I mean, they, they've got like legal weed and stuff, but it is kind of, it, it's sort of, I guess, it, a rural, you'd call it. Like, a, you know, there's, like there's some... Florida, but colder or something. Mm. <laughs> Florida with more mountains. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's Florida with mountains. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think they are, I think it is a blue state, but um yeah, but I mean, he—I mean, he owns a bunch of sport teams, doesn't he? So, yeah. also, I mean, the main thing to keep in mind is that he's just a rich guy. I mean, you know, if he's a big rich guy, then of course he's going to be uh, pro-Trump. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was that was kind of uh, embarrassing, embarrassing, but not shocking. I mean, again, this is the guy that wanted to start a TV channel dedicated to, to trophy hunting. Um, so. Uh, that's what I think of that. What do you make of uh, Kanye's uh, run for presidency? That's very funny to me that <laughs> uh, people are wringing their hands over that because it's like, I don't know, people are like, oh, he tweeted it, so it must be true. And it's yeah. just like, is you know, as a, as a Kanye fan, it's like, bitch, do you know how many albums he's tweeted about release? Like, he's literally tweeted out release dates for albums that never came out. Like it's you know I'm still waiting on Yandy I'm still waiting on Watch the Throne two still waiting on Good Ass Job still waiting on fucking Turbo Graphics sixteen still waiting on Cruel Winter you know there's all these albums that like he tweets it's about be like that Prince. Are, it's yeah that are just you know when he dies it would just be like a big filing cabinet that gets released but yeah it's like so like him tweeting about running for president it's just like clearly he's not going to do it but everyone like. Everyone's like wringing their hands, being like, "Who's going to yeah. split the vote and Trump will win?" <laughs> and it's just like, "Fucking, what are you talking about?" Like, it's if anything, Biden's going to split the Kanye vote. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> like it's, but that, yeah. And then it, it, I think it was either today or yesterday there was an article saying he hasn't filed any paperwork. Like he's not even literally the only step he's taken towards a legitimate run for the presidency is just tweeting about it like that's that's it so yeah he's not and also it, again people seem to very short memories like he tweeted he was going to run for president to promote his last album hmm. uh and he's just released a single from his forthcoming album like he has a single out now which um i might even recommend it in my cultural appropriation like yeah um um uh, fucking what's it called with uh travis scott Fuck, what's it called? Uh, Wash Us in the Blood, I think it's called. Just uh, try and find it. Yeah, Wash Us in the Blood. Um, that's, yeah, which is going to be on his, his next album that's, that's due to come out. Well, I mean, I say it's due to come out uh, <laughs> later this year. But, you know, like I just said, Kanye's relationship with uh, things that are supposed to come out is fraught at best. So we'll see. Um, but, yeah, clearly this is him just trying to, promote the thing he's got out at the moment mm. so it, the fact that people are taking it seriously is very funny so to me that video of that woman uh playing guitar like ugh, I, I have yet to watch that video with the sound on um because i just i don't think i can handle it i just i, I, I just love how can... some of these blue check types just go ballistic at the slightest thing yeah and this uh, for for our normal uh listeners uh that's a that's a Twitter expression, isn't it? Blue check mark. That's the sort of the the, the blue tick next to your your name is you're verified on Twitter. Um, and there is a there's a weird kind of uh, brain disease that that some people seem to get when they 
when they get verified. Um, they just, and it's a phenomenon we've talked about before, just, just being uh, too online for your own good, thinking that like Twitter is real. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've, we, we've seen, you know, this conversation about the, uh, the, the Chapo, the, the Chapo to Fash pipeline, yeah. um, which again, I mean, I can't imagine listening to us talking about the Chapo to Fash pipeline as someone that isn't on Twitter. I mean, it, it's just gibberish. It's just, it's nonsense. Those words mean nothing. They're just noises. Um, and it's like that. Yes, that's correct. Like it's yeah. Like if if that's your reaction to me saying the Chapo to Fash pipeline, that is correct. That is a, a nonsense phrase. It doesn't mean anything. But it's yeah, it, it, I, I, I can't even be bothered to explain it. But it's yeah, it's like a like basically the 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 long and short of it is that people think that that is uh, that that's what's like the the Chapo to Fash pipeline is uh, what mean it basically means that that's that's it means Bernie Sanders hates women. I think yeah. is like that that's that's what they that's what those people think. Um, it's like. I remember on that uh, reporter's post, there was an episode where they talked about uh, if Bernie does one thing, then people say the other thing. <laughs> He's down either yeah. way. Yeah, it, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, I, <laughs> because he's, um, I don't know, yeah, it, I guess because he just talks loudly. That seems to be what it comes down to. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, man. It's, uh Yeah. But yeah, I haven't I, that that video that you're referring to of the the the, the white lady playing the acoustic guitar. Uh, I've I've scrolled past it many times. Um, but like apparently, I, she's like I, a a musician who's like collaborated with like oh, I can't remember now. Oh. Yeah, so I I don't. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say yes. I don't think Kanye is going to actually run for president. Um, I think he'll probably announce that he's going to run for president. Maybe. Two or three more times. Um, he'll say, say something like over president. The next few years. He'll say something like president of Sony Records. Or something, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm running for president of Warner Brothers. Yeah, um, and then he'll just like just destroy the company. Like he'll he'll somehow <laughs> he'll somehow bankrupt Warner Brothers to the point where it's like they have to give up all of the rights to like the DC movies and stuff. Um, and yeah, man, I'm so excited for, you know, I'm, I, as long as he's not doing the, the, the gospel stuff anymore, I don't really, I mean, that was fine, but I for a whole album, it, it got, but... it, it created, it, it's, it's okay. I mean, it, it's just kind of, I mean, a lot of his music has always kind of incorporated gospel stuff anyway, but, uh, but yeah, a, a whole album of that and nothing else was, uh, a bit much. Um, so yeah, it'd be nice for him to, to get, you know, to, to quote the man himself. I miss the old Kanye. Yeah, I do. I mean, I still love, uh, a beautiful dark twisted fantasy. That's probably my, my personal favorite. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's probably, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's probably, uh, like a, the equivalent of like Sergeant Peppers really for mm. like the, you know, for, for, for the genre. That's like the Sergeant Peppers of, of hip hop. Well, that well, uh, people have sort of made that comparison uh, with um, Paul's Boutique by the Beastie Boys in terms of the way it like just incorporated 
like all the different stamp sampling styles, sampling styles, and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, you just look at the track listing for "Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy" and it's insane. It's like a, it's like a greatest hits all on its own. It's just banger after banger after banger, um, and everyone's just at the top of their game. It's fucking great. But yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I could do a whole, I could do a whole other podcast about Kanye. I mean, I was thinking, like, you know, Scott Ackerman and, and Adam Scott have that, you know, the, the podcast they do. Initially, it was, you know all about you two, you know, you talking you two to me, where they uh, go album by album through you two's back catalogue and kind of do that episode by episode. And then they did Are You Talking R.E.M., Re.Me, where they did the same thing with R.E.M. And now they're doing a Red Hot Chili Peppers one, where it's like, are you red hot me chili peppers at me or something? I don't know. Um, but it, yeah, so I'm trying to think like, I there's, you know, because we need to like clear if if there's one thing that's that's obvious, we need to rip off people that are more successful than us to kind of just. I'd gain. love to endlessly talk about Chili Peppers. I uh, great band. <laughs> I love John Shanta. Uh, I love that he's back in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, um, maybe they'll be good again. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, uh, it kind of feels like it might be too late. But um, anyway, how old yeah, are I mean, they? Like sixty. <laughs> They must be getting on for sixty. I mean, and they're I, still like, like me- if he still talk do the stuff he was doing back in ninety two, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> like yeah, um, let's have a look. Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> Anthony Kiedis is fifty seven. He's gonna oh, be fifty eight this year. So yeah, yeah. Um, but I think John Frusciante was a I bit think- younger than them. Maybe. Yeah, I think he was. He was about ten years younger than the rest of them. Yeah, I think it's the same with uh, Flea. Flea's fifty seven. Um, and then, uh, yeah, let's, uh, oh, for God's sake, come on, where are you? I think Chad Smith's a little older than the rest. I think he might already be in his, oh no, he's the same, he's 58 as well. Damn, they're all like, (laughs) they're all like born around like late October, early November, uh, in 1961. They're all like 58, 57, um, yeah, sixty, sixty-one, uh, and then yeah. So uh, John Frusciante, yeah, he's only fifty, so he's a few years younger than the rest of them. Mm. Um, but yeah, good to see him back in the. I mean, he was by far the most interesting thing about them uh, yeah. for for quite a long time. Um, so yeah, good to see him back in the. But I, I don't know, I, I don't think I could commit to going album by album uh, through the entire catalogue of, of theirs. I mean, Does, I uh, would, I would just start with. Uplift Murphy Party Plan and then maybe skip to Blood Sugar Sex Magic and then Oh no, Mother's Milk is great. Uh okay. All right. I can't I I I I, I you couldn't skip over that. It's, okay. it's too good. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, what is that? Okay. Okay, you're just trying to shut me up. No, no, no. What's no, your I, what's your beef? I, what's your problem with Mother's Milk? I, what's what's I your problem with Mother's lot, Milk? A whole lot I just don't remember from it. Maybe if, yeah, you Maybe. know, you got knock me down. You got higher ground. All right, but, uh, but that wasn't um, one of their songs. That fucking... was Stevie Wonder. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's a great cover. Yeah, uh, you got that. I... Uh, the 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 what's it called? The the punk rock ultimate punk punk rock anthem or something. Um, the that one that they do about the the Lakers. What the fuck's that called? L.A. Lakers, fast play breakers. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. 
the one about is oh Magic Johnson. It's all about Magic Johnson pre pre AIDS Magic Johnson. Hmm. Okay, right. So we'll go from those, and then I don't know whether to include uh, the one with Dave Navarro. I, well, yeah, I think you got to include that. It's a great album. There was there's a video um, I've seen, but I think that where um they're doing like a gig to like fifteen. It's a recent video. Uh, where they do like a gig to like fifteen people, and John Frusciante and Dave Navarro are playing together. Like, yeah, okay. nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But Dave Navarro looks um, really old, like big grey beard <laughs> things. I haven't seen recent pictures. I think the, the only, <laughs> the most recent pictures I've seen um, are of him are like there's that. <laughs> I don't know what TV show it's from, but you see it all, doing the rounds on Twitter every now and then where it's like the the show clearly had some kind of sponsorship deal with Taco Bell and it's like Taco Bell believes in <laughs> the Taco Bell philosophy is to live mass and all of you have shown that philo- like <laughs> something something along the lines of Taco Bell believes in living mass and all of you have shown that philosophy. Um and it, yeah, for some reason, it's Dave Navarro saying that. I don't know what the context is, but it's yeah, he's kind of just complimenting everyone on uh, living their lives as though they were Taco Bell. Um, oh, looks like we've just had a goal disallowed here. Ah, uh, uh, that. Yeah, still one um, nil. Yeah, I've been checking it offside already. apparently. Mm. Oh well. But the problem is, I don't, we can't do like a, a Chili Peppers thing because that's already being done. We need to yeah. think of an artist that we could go. Out. I mean, Kanye is not a bad shout. We could go yeah. album by album because I think we could we could potentially have, get some. Yeah, I have um, late registration, graduation. I don't have eight oh eights. Yeah, I d- yeah. I mean, to be honest, you don't really need all. Of, there's eight oh eights is a weird one. Eight oh eights and, and heartbreak is a weird. There's like some really there's like three or four really really good songs on it uh and the rest of it is just kind of um just wank just kind of self-indulgent kind of wank which is i mean to be fair you could say that about a lot of uh kanye albums a lot of like latter day kanye albums um they all seem to include he's got kind of a like a white album uh vibe to a lot of his albums where it's like you know, the White Album by the Beatles has like some of their best songs on it, um, but there's also a lot of crap. There's also, you know, just a lot of like, like real just garbage on there. Um, and yeah, I think like, yeah, Kanye kind of, as a lot of his recent albums do that as well. He's got like some songs on there that, you know, absolutely transcendent and, you know, he's really kind of pushing boundaries and it's, you know, career, ca- real career highlights, you know, stuff that would absolutely be included on a you know like a, a best of retrospective or whatever um and then he's got other stuff on there that is almost unlistenable um, that's like that's every new kanye album he seems to be in this mm. this mode where he's just operating on pure instinct yeah you know he doesn't seem to want to polish anything it just does stuff as and when it comes to him so sometimes lightning strikes and it's really good other times um it's just a big stinky poo poo mm. I was thinking maybe Tool. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, that, you know, that wouldn't maybe that maybe wouldn't be a bad format because I've never listened to a Tool album. Um, so, you know, it could be you you as a seasoned Tool yeah. fan. Um, <laughs> I'm somewhat of an ironic Tool fan because I was into it when I was like a teenager and 
and I listen to it sometimes. Like, I still haven't listened to the newer album. I got bored. <laughs> I listened to a yeah, couple. I was I, like, this is boring. Anyway, I went through a bit of a phase of listening to uh, to to Primus uh, yeah. a year or two ago. And um, I was just th- like, the, I just kept thinking when I was listening to Primus, I was like, this is like, this is like if Tool were fun. Yeah. Like if Tool had like any semblance of like self-awareness, uh, they could be as good as Primus. You know, it's, it's that same kind of like music that is pretty much just aimed squarely at stone teens. Um, but Primus are a, have a lot more fun with it. Um, and kind of, you know, the songs are typically three minutes, yeah. four minutes long. Um, so yeah. Whereas with tool, it's like, oh, it's a 16 minute long about yeah. the fucking Fibonacci sequence, and it, it, but it's also about fisting and it's just like, oh, great. I mean, I can't, I, I, I think you literally could not pay me to listen to that. I think it was just because when you're growing up and you're a guitarist and you're trying to branch out into like metal stuff and you're like, oh yeah, I could learn this on guitar. That would be cool. But as a song, it's just really a lot of fluff. When you think about it. And yeah. the, the only thing they have like as a gimmick is like, oh, polyrhythms and things like that. And if you, Yeah. I mean, man, well, all of that stuff can just fuck off. I, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh, no. yeah. Oh, the, Breaking news, Edward Enkett has been red carded. Oh no. Oh fuck. Ah. Uh, okay. We're down to ten men. Uh, We've got um uh, fifteen minutes. On to my go. thing, yeah, he's only he's only on a yellow card on my thing, but yeah, obviously that's gonna get changed to a, a red card following VAR. Yeah, um fifteen minutes to go. Oh, uh oh. Uh oh. Have we made all our Shit. subs? Um I've only made two. No, subs we've only so made a, yeah. only made a couple. Yeah, one of them being one of them being in Ketia. Um, oh boy. Yeah, there we go. It's updated on mine now. He's off. Um, oof. Okay. Well, hopefully they can hang on. Um, yeah, uh, Tool can can fuck all the way off. Um, I, yeah, I mean, it's funny. Like I, I felt you can very easily kind of fall down like a YouTube rabbit hole of like watching all of their videos because they're all the same. I think it's like, there's like one guy in the band that clearly got like really into like doing stop motion animation when he was like in college yeah. or whatever. I think it was the guitarist. And so they just, yeah, I, actually, yeah, they just, I wrote, yeah. I think the guitarist is like, he does sort of art stuff. Yeah. I think he oh did the God, videos. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. All of the videos, it's like, they're all the same. Like it's, it, there's always like a kind of, uh, like a jittery figure that like struggles to move or stand up. Um, and then there's like a big shadow that moves around in the background. It, uh, they're all the fucking same. And it's like, Maybe. after a while you start to realize, uh, it's- Oh, it kind of matches the songs. Cause the songs all suck ass too. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know who else to think of. Uh... It would be funny because there, there is clearly like a. I would imagine there's like a million Tool podcasts already. Like Tool fans are famously uh, very precious about the yeah. music of Tool. Like they all seem to, um, they all seem to think that they're the only ones that uh, that get Tool properly, and everyone else 
uh, is either just posing or doesn't really understand why it's good. Um, so there must be like dozens of tool podcasts already. So it would be pretty funny to be like the tool podcast. It would be, it would be incredibly funny actually to be like very successful at having a tool podcast and being the only tool podcast that are like, man, this band fucking suck. Just like every episode, just shitting on tool and getting way more successful than any of the other tool podcasts. Yeah. Because the other thing is, we could probably, un- unlike the other Tool podcasts, we could probably get Maynard James Keenan on because he hates all the Tool fans as well. <laughs> that would be dumb. so. I don't know what I'd say to him. Like, how's the vineyard? He <laughs> yeah, he owns a big, uh, big vineyard, doesn't he? Um, like, I liked how in, I yeah, he probably talk in a perfect circle. He started wearing like a wig that was just made of ponytails, like everywhere. Oh, God. Yeah. He's, Again, he's like, guy, like to, to draw the to draw the, the like the Primus comparison, it's like every time I see a photo of like him on stage, he's wearing just some like just awful shitty costume and his hair is always done in some like just stupid style. Like he he reminds me of like you remember her um <laughs> that that uh that guy baked Alaska, the yeah. the, the Twitter yeah. Nazi guy. <laughs> he had yeah. that kind of weird haircut where it was like Kind of like a mullet, but not really. He had sort of it was like kind it's of very shaved, trader park looking guy. Like I remember, yeah, yeah, it was not quite a classic mullet because it was like kind of I don't know how to describe it. It was kind of like cut, kind of buzzed to like halfway back up at his head, and then it would be like normal length, and then it would be kind of like longer at the sides. It was almost like if a mullet was focused on having like long hair at the sides rather than at the mm. back, but like. Every time I see a photo of like Maynard James Keenan on stage, his hair is like that. It's you know, it's some it's like, some kind of variation on on that. It's like my hair when I'm wearing headphones. It's like I don't know if you can see, but all my side yeah, looks fine, flat now. But yeah, yeah. No, you look you, you look fine. Um, but yeah, I see, and then I see photos of like Les Claypool from Primus, and he's got like you know, he's wearing like stupid steampunk glasses uh, and he'll have like a ridiculous mustache and like a big top hat and it's like yeah that's fucking stupid but like i kind of don't begrudge him because it's like you know he's still he's still les claypool than he fucking rules you know like he's like he knows that he looks uh stupid and ridiculous whereas like maynard james keenan thinks he's making a statement about something uh and it's, it's kind of like, like oh, uh fuck off man it's kind of like George Harrison. Glitz <laughs> Cave. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Kind of got like a George Harrison kind of look. I've seen this in this. I don't know if you can see. Um, Lawrence is holding up the thing. Oh, yeah. He does look. Yeah. In that photo, he does look a bit like he's got like a beard. And uh, yeah, he's got the little glasses like George Harrison. But yeah, he likes to wear like funny like leather top hats on stage and stuff. Um, Like, a, yeah, like in a, in, a, in a classic steampunk style. Um. But yeah, it's like it doesn't bother me as much as when I see Maynard James Keenan painted silver with black contacts in. And, it's like uh, Wes like, Borland from uh, Limp Bizkit. He'd always have he'd body yeah, I mean, paint that, on and shit. Yeah, yeah. The the only cool guy in Limp Bizkit. <laughs> like really? it's weird that yeah, he, like yeah. he'd wear all that face paint and wear like a big uh, a big black dress and stuff. And I was just thinking he was, was still so the cool. only cool guy. I was like, damn, I wish I was like him. That's so that's so cool. 
man. Yeah, the but one, the, the bassist, the one, good, the one good guy in the biscuit. The bassist in biscuit, his, uh, his, uh, his fret dot things would light up when he played. I, I thought that was, man, that's cool. Let's get a bass like that. That's pretty neat. Yeah. I remember one time, yeah, when I was a teenager, I saw, um, I saw Ian Brown playing live, and um, there was a couple of songs. I have no idea who it was. He, he brought out some guy to play guitar for a couple of songs, like a special guest. Um, and he was the the guitarist was wearing these special gloves that had like laser pointers on like each of the knuckles of the fingers. So like as he was playing guitar, like obviously with the lights down and everything, and as he was playing guitar, these lasers would kind of shoot out over the audience while he was playing. Um, and that was that was a pretty cool kind of low tech. DIY type of type of thing to to see, um, but yeah, I haven't seen anyone with the the light up frets. That's like a that feels like a like a kind of like a a, a beginner's uh, thing. Like oh, this this bass lights up the frets of what you need to play. It's like yeah. playing Guitar Hero or something. I played that game once, as I regretted that. It's exposing me for how bad I am at guitar. I think I think it's a different skill set. I don't yeah. know that it's uh, it's quite the same. It's like um, we like I remember sort of expert level, and it would just be the the the, le- the number kind of things would just zip back and forth. How are you supposed to play this game? <laughs> it is a bit like um, yeah. I mean, it, it's a bit kind of uh, especially now that you can like the software exists where you can just upload any song and uh, play along with it. Like on using the Guitar Hero controller, I saw a video of some guy uh, playing along with uh, "This Is America" by by uh, Childish Gambino on a Guitar Hero controller. It is just like uh, I, I guess it's impressive that you can press the buttons that fast, but it's not like it's so far removed from like you know watching a guy playing mm. fucking Ace of Spades or whatever <laughs> on a you know on a fake plastic guitar. It's really weird. Because you got to like it. It just follows like whatever I guess whatever like the rhythm or the beat of the song is. So it's like he's hitting all these buttons in time with Donald Glover rapping. It's really odd. Uh oh! Breaking news. I'm sorry to say it's one all. Jamie Vardy. Uh, ah, damn. That's still one nil on mine. But yeah, maybe. Uh, can we get another VAR ruling? Maybe. Yeah. Two goals ruled out already with VAR, but maybe we can. Uh... Five, this is what we get yeah, for five minutes. Five minutes to go. This this is what we get for praising Eddie and Katia earlier in the episode. This is oh, how we cursed him. this is ah. how he repays us. Ah. This is how he repays us. You know. Never mind. He's a young player. He's got. He's got to learn. He's got. A lo- he's got a lot to learn. Yeah. That's what you say. Our friend, you know, our our, our friend, our son, our son, Bakayo Saka would never betray us in this way. Um. Yeah. Oh, he's got subbed um, off. Where well, there you go. There you go, got subbed off. Yeah. Yeah, you know, to protect him. Meanwhile, when Katia gets subbed on, where does that get you? You know, being subbed on. Uh, oh, I think I've... Ah, no. I've just pressed play on the... <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. Um, should we talk about some cultural appropriation? We've been talking about... Yeah cultural stuff for a while now okay well so here we go this is cultural appropriation and uh that was the cultural appropriation jingle and uh, looks as though well on my screen it's it is showing as one all 
Um, but can VAR do us a favor? Was Anyway, while we're waiting, um, I'll just explain the premise of this segment. Um, this is cultural appropriation. We're going to talk about things that aren't football and recommend them to you. So, you know, music, telly, films, you get the idea. You know, you're big kids. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Lawrence, you got any news for us in terms of the VAR review? Uh, not yet. Not yet, but... Um... Anyway, for for this week, I would like to recommend uh, a band. Uh, do you remember? Do you know Zap and Roger? Roger Troopman. Zap and um, they did songs like um, "More Bounce to the Ounce" and uh, songs like "Heartbreaker," uh, "Computer Love." They were. Um, they were. Uh, Sort of a funk, funk band, but he would use a sort of a keyboard as a talk box, kind of like Peter Frampton. Mm. But I think it's really good. I really liked it. Uh, I've been listening to that a lot. Uh, Zap and Roger. Okay. Zap versus Roger. And I wanted to talk um, about. Um, I forgot to is. I think he, well, he died late last year, was it, or in January? But Neil Innes of uh, Oh yeah, Bonzo Dog Band, and of the Ruttles. And I wanted to put a plug out for uh, for the for the Ruttles. It's one of my uh, favorite comedy comedy films. Of it's a great great Beatles uh, a parody. Not it's not a sort of nasty. Yeah, it's not a nasty parody. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, I think the guy was stood. One all, yeah. That's from what I can see. It looks as though it has. Um, uh, but that's that's yeah. Recommending the Ruttles is very apt today as we're recording this, being uh, Sir Ringo Starr's yeah. 80th birthday. Happy birthday, Ringo! So, yeah. Happy birth. Peace and love, Ringo Starr. Peace and love. Peace, peace and, love, and love, Ringo Starr. Um, yeah. That's uh, yeah. Um, oh, bugger. Yeah, the goal stands. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Come on, Arsenal. You can do this. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, yeah, that's a, a good couple of recommendations for you to, to look up, listeners. Um, for me, uh, I think I'm, I'm going to recommend um, Run the Jewels, ever a new, well, it's just because it's not that new at this point, came out last month. But yeah, Run the Jewels 4, um, their most recent album. They released it a couple of days early because, uh, I mean, their stuff is so kind of, angry and political that it you know this is this is the moment like you know with everything that's going on in the world this is the moment to release an album like that um and it's uh it's it's really great i mean uh, you know uh, all of their previous albums have been excellent um my personal favorite is probably run the jewels 2 but um but yeah run the jewels 4 out now you can download it for free through their website they always uh, they've they've done that with all of their music, um, you know, all of their all of their albums they release for free through their website, or you can choose to pay for it. They just want people to to hear their stuff, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, check out Run the Jewels Four. A lot of great uh, featured artists on there. They got uh, Josh Homme from Queens of Stone Age, uh, Two Chains, Made the Staples, Zach De La Rocha, Gangsta Boo. Um, yeah, fucking great album and really really timely for everything that's happening at the moment. Also, throwing a recommendation for um, Washers in the Blood, the the new 
Kanye West song with um, Travis Scott. And I'll also recommend um, Ennio, I don't know how to pronounce his, his name, Ennio Morricone, 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 the the film composer that directed all, you know, all the iconic film scores for like the, the Sergio Leone Westerns, you know, Good, the Bad and the Ugly and, and uh, that, you know, that, that um, whole group of films and um, The Untouchables and uh, just, the, I, I mean, you know, the, the list goes on and on and on, but I was going to recommend The, the Thing uh, in his honor. Uh, he did the score for, for John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, so listen to that soundtrack and also watch the film because it fucking rules. The Thing uh, is crazy good, holds up. I mean, all the special effects and everything look fantastic even today i mean the film came out in what 1982 and it all still looks absolutely uh, incredible so yeah uh yeah watch the thing um i guess we 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 can't sign off just yet because we've come this far it'd be yeah. weird to end the minutes, episode before the end of the match eight minutes of added time we've already had one i mean right okay oh my god so <laughs> we got to come up with some extra stuff to talk about here. Um, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Um, it's a shame so, I can't watch the game. I, I always feel like I wouldn't anyway, because I always have that superstition that, oh, if I watch it, they'll, they'll, they, they won't win. I always have that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that does feel like a big part of being an Arsenal fan um, is, uh, you know, it's like I'm going to curse them uh, by watching them. Um, actually since we since we got a bit of extra time I'll, i'm gonna i'm gonna make another recommendation um and i've it, it's uh a bit of a uh if i say so myself it's a bit of a lawrence uh, a bit of a lawrence-esque recommendation i'm gonna recommend um uh fred wesley and the jb's um their album breaking bread uh so fred wesley i think was uh james brown's band leader i think or part of james brown's uh, uh backing band in the sixties and seventies, um, he was the the trombone player. But basically, yeah, Fred Wesley and the JBs was like the the, the records that um, James Brown's backing bands uh, would make in their like downtime between making James Brown records, essentially. Um, so that yeah, they, they made some some really great albums. But yeah, uh, Breaking Bread is is a really good one. The title track from that. Um, I only became aware of uh, from watching The Righteous Gemstones, uh, which is a very funny show um, about a, a family of, of preachers. Um, but yeah, that, that that song, Breaking Bread, uh, pops up on the soundtrack to that. And it's uh, yeah, really, really great kind of um, heavy soul funk uh, record. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Check that out. It's all, I think all their stuff's on Spotify. It's weird because it's like they put out albums, um, but they're under like, you know, there's the JBs, there's Fred Wesley and the JBs, uh, Fred Wesley and the new JBs. Um, it, like I said, it, I think it's all, it's all pretty much um, James Brown's backing band in various iterations. But yeah, check out Breaking Bread. That's a good uh, starting point. Also, I think the album they did before that, Damn Right I Am Somebody, um, which I believe James Brown, the, the man himself, actually features on. Um, is uh, is really good. So yeah, check out Fred Wesley and the JBs in whichever form you happen to find them in. Um, so how far into out of time are we now, Lawrence? Uh, just coming up to uh, four minutes. Oh man, this is the longest four minutes. Of... <laughs> Come on, who would have thought? Minute I feel it does so feel long. a bit like um, this is getting into a bit of like soccer Saturday 
territory, like I'm Jeff Stelling and yeah. to- Yang was substituted for Nate. I got keep Nettles. throwing. Deep. I mean, I'm looking at the stats and mm. uh, Leicester. So they are going to fit, they- Leicester are like 71 percent possession, eight shots, three on target. Mm. Um, they've had no corners. I think that's probably the he's good, holding out for the draw. The positive from our last few games is Arsenal have conceded fewer corners. I think that has been a a real big plus. Yeah, in our, in our, it's like we were really shit at defending corners, and uh, yeah, yeah, we were really bad from set pieces. But Leicester have absolutely dominated this second half. Needs to. It's, needs, uh, we used to be the ones who dominated. What's going on? Uh, well, I mean, to be fair, I mean we're, we're down to ten yeah, men, yeah. so oh, yeah, yeah, that's probably that's it. One for <laughs> um, oh, man. But yeah, I think. Um, uh, oh fuck! What was I going to say? Yeah, it, it looks. I mean, from from that substitution, Aubameyang for Maitland Niles, that does seem to indicate that is uh, Arteta is trying to hold on for the one all, um, as opposed to risk going for the win, which might be wise. I mean... We would, we would be on seventh with 50 points. Tottenham would be two points behind us with Sheffield United. Yeah. I mean, given... Like oh, you said, given how dominant so Leicester close. have been in the second half. It's so close. We could have won this and we'd be in right in there. Oh, how frustrating. I mean, yeah, if we'd got if we'd gotten the goals... Before Enketia got sent off, we probably would have been all right. But I, I don't know. Going for a win now, given the pace that a lot of those Leicester players have, I mean, you know, you can't you can't give Jamie Vardy any time or space. Um, so I, yeah, I think he's. I think Arteta's decided to yeah, I guess cut our losses. We you know try and hold on for the one all. Man, we really are. We're like a fan zone. Uh, uh, commentary now but by the time people hear this it's going to be completely over and it's not going to be interesting at all to listen to I'll probably remove it or in my amazing editing skills nah, we'll keep it in keep it raw keep it raw because uh, I feel like we need to have bonus content for the for the uh, real hardcore fans you know <laughs> Patreon yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get to we'll get to a Patreon level someday um, but uh, yeah, um, man, we've got more or less a minute left now. Fuck, this is gonna be the longest minute ever. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Jesus, it's like I remember one of those Europa League games. It's like, oh, we've got a minute left, just hold on. Oh, no, they can see that. <laughs> <laughs> That was that that literally that was when we went out, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, that was that was the Olympiarcos yeah, one. Yeah, the Olympiarcos like, yeah. one. <laughs> oh, Fuck's sake! Yeah. Sometimes I well, just hate being right, but um, you know, I think maybe we've learned our lesson. We've got forty seconds, mm. thirty-five seconds. Blah, blah blah blah. I mean, this can't this can't be the end of the podcast. We can't just listen to you counting yeah. down. <laughs> I'll recommend a third a third thing. And it's kind of a weird one for me because they're part of a label that is, I don't know if it's run by the 1975 mm. uh, or the guy who is, but he's like, he's the, I think it's their label, they're under. Mm. But it's a group, it's a group called the Japanese House that I thought, you know, some of these songs are actually quite, not, quite good, you know. It's I a quite good like them. 
Japanese hash Actually, that's... It's a, it's a girl called Amber Heard. Amber, what's it? Amber Bain. Amber Heard? No, not Amber, not Amber Bain. Johnny Depp's ex-missus. Yeah. No. Yeah, her name's Amber, Amber Bain. Uh. And, uh, oh, yes. Amber Bain. She was born in the darkness. Remember? Yeah. From, yeah. Uh, I remember the from Batman. Joker. I remember the Joker. Yeah. Why so serious, Batman? From, uh, from Joker. So, yeah. Uh, that's another... That's, uh, that's actually that is something we can talk about. Uh, speaking of the 1975 and um, uh, bands that uh, dickheads really like, uh, Kasabian singer Tom Tom Megan uh, yeah. announced he was leaving the band yesterday due to personal issues, um, and that's you know it's never good when someone when a celebrity announces that they're stepping down from something due to personal issues. And that's all that they say. I mean, you know that it's not going to be good. Whatever comes next is not going to be good. Um, and yeah, lo and behold, I mean, I was not. I I assumed that it was um, going to be like sucked. a mental health thing <laughs> because he. Uh, I know that he has ADHD. Uh, I mean, and that's you know, as much as I don't like Kasavian, I mean, that's that's not funny. You know, he's got ADHD. I, I was thinking like, oh, maybe that's. You know, he's developed like bipolar disorder. I mean, he might have bipolar or, or whatever. You know, could, I was thinking like, it'd be something like that, some kind of like severe mental health thing, or he's got to go to you know, he's got to go to rehab um, for for some kind of addiction issue. Um, was not prepared for the announcement today that he's pled guilty to beating up his fiance. Um, yeah. Which uh, man. Um, Jesus, that's yeah. I mean, that's that's not a Kasabian fan by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, you know, there, <laughs> anyone that knows me uh, knows my thoughts on on Kasabian. Uh, but uh, God damn, that that sucks. That fucking sucks. Um, well, it ended one all. Could have been worse. Oh, thank I God. Guess. Never mind. Um, eh? But um, I guess United aren't going to overtake Leicester in the table. Ah, uh, yeah. Sorry, Goldbridge. Sorry, Goldbridge, but uh, damn. Mm. But uh, 50 points now. Uh, so we're not going to get relegated. That's good. Not going to get relegated, but uh, I just worry about, you know, Tottenham. Tottenham next game. Ah, jeez. They're, they're just well, two think... points behind us. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, if we keep, you know, if we can keep 10 men on the pitch, I think mm. we'll be okay. I mean, with this match getting... Getting a man sent off with 15 minutes to go, especially you know, especially against a team like Leicester. Um, I, yeah, one goal was never going to be enough. But yeah, I mean, if we can get a, a couple of goals up against Spurs, I mean, who knows? Um, and you know, we're still we're on a nice little run now. You know, we're we're on bit after that. You know, after that wobble, um, after the restart. You know, we're we're unbeaten now in what is it? Four games in all competitions. Um, or is it more than that? No, it's, it's four games, isn't it? With the Saints, uh, Norwich, uh, Wolves, yeah, Sheff- Sheffield United, Sheffield United. Oh, and Leicester, yeah. So it's that was, yeah. yeah. Never mind, Dave. Leicester have been a good team this, se- this season. Yeah, been one of the uh, you know better teams, I guess. Been pretty good. <laughs> But, uh, I, yeah, I mean, Arteta needs 
time, doesn't he? I mean, you know, that's that's going to be the main mm. thing. He's going to need at least a couple of transfer windows yeah. um, to to truly kind of build whatever it is he has in mind um, and whatever he's aiming for. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you'd offer, I mean, you know, at the start of the season, if you said a point against Leicester, that's I, I'd have taken that. Yeah. Well, um, I would not like a win, but uh, you know, well taken. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously. Despite Man United but, and Goldbridge, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, to the the important thing is, yeah, we had a man sent off and we didn't lose. Um, so yeah, that's hopefully hopefully we can get a a better result against Spurs. But uh, there you have it. That was our kind of uh, our live run through of the uh, the Arsenal Leicester match. Again, by the time anyone hears this. Um, it's going to be, I mean, you know, I don't know if you want to, as, as a fun uh, kind of, you know how people uh, will listen to Dark Side of the Moon at the same time that they're watching The Wizard of Oz so that it, it uh, apparently syncs up. Um, you know, you could, uh, yeah, like find, uh, find uh, I don't know, a video, find find the, uh, the Leicester and Arsenal match and watch that as you listen to this and just, uh, you know, get our reactions in real time. Honestly, cannot uh fathom why anyone would do that that is i mean that's good god um but i mean you know if you want to do it as like a fun experiment let us know um but don't you know don't uh, don't share any more than that because i don't i don't think i want to know any more details about your life if if that's what you're up to frankly um but yeah Anything else? Any other business? We really, I, we we should have ended this yeah. episode like fifteen minutes ago. I will try and uh, make it nice and tidy. I'll try and. Uh... Ah, it's fine. I, the people deserve to see us as we are. You know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta bleed for our art. You know, mm. I don't know what that means in this context, but uh, you know, it, it's I want some. I've had three beers. I'm on some Maynard James Keenan shit, you know. I want to. I want to do something long and insufferable, and I want to make it everyone else's problem. So, uh, bye. <laughs>